With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know, sideways. I just think there's something, Craig, when you get older, I just think your body's just trying to tell you, like, no. No, no more of that. Your teenage years are probably the peak years for this stuff. My dad was telling me about a man... Uh, who was uh, the chief engineer at the television station where my dad worked in advertising for years in High Point, North Carolina. He was a grandfather, a uh, great guy. And they went up to Lakeside Park in, uh, in Salem, Virginia at the time, which had the world's uh, tallest roller coaster at the time, not anymore, called the Shooting Star. And they were like, come on, Grandpa, come on. And kids are crying, come on, all right, I'll go with you. And he went, yeah, messed himself. <laughs> Shut up. What a great way to wrap oh, that story. No. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, he yeah. went bad bathroom. He everywhere. did. He lost control of bodily functions on the shooting star. It did happen. It, <laughs> it breaking did happen. news. Oh, yeah. You want me? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You what's, what's our breaking you news? You didn't loaf back there, did you, Snoop? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I messed myself. Yeah. No. <laughs> Stupid. All right, uh, Incarnate Word head coach uh, G.J. Kinney. Yeah, he's now the head coach of Texas State. That's not breaking news. Oh. We knew that yesterday. We knew that last night. In fact, somebody had asked on the Specs text, oh. line, text line for uh, for uh, for Jeff as the <laughs> Texas we'll State alumni. We'll get to that in a minute. I just, yeah, we'll want, do that. I just want to let you know that Snoop's effort of breaking news right there was the equivalent of pinching a loaf on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You dropped some wolf bait on the shooting star. <laughs> just telling you. You just did that. You realize Oops, that? Sorry. Yeah, there you go. I'll clean it up. Okay. Drop drop trowel. Okay, speaking of weird deals, you guys heard me telling you about Cocaine Bear. And yes. then Snoop sent you guys that see trailer. the trailer? There it is. Dude. <laughs> the trailer. It looks for Snoop, Snoop tagged me in the trailer yesterday. And it, uh, no joke. As soon as I got off the phone with Chad and Zay, I watched the trailer. Dude, yes. I am a thousand percent in. <laughs> in February, we need to make a lot. We need to partner with one of the movie studios here in town and, uh, somewhere and have a Cocaine Bear watch party. I'm so down. I'm not. Everybody thinks I'm doing a bit. I'm joking. Like, no. I'm a thousand percent in on cocaine. Bear, bear. suits. It's it's it, it looks <laughs> like one kidding. of the stupidest movies. <laughs> yeah, but I'm with you. Or or is it one of the greatest movies? Well, as Linda pointed out, if Elizabeth Banks is involved, it's going to be funny. So there's a lot yeah. of funny there. They and spent some money on one it. One thing like. she did was she got into the whole Talladega Nights thing where kids cuss a lot. Yeah. And they're like they're like cussing up in the tree and. Yeah, one saying it shows the bear eating the cocaine. <laughs> He's just on his back, just That's chowing awesome. down. And he starts moving. chowing down he on a kilo. Slide. He starts sliding on his back. Oh and man! And then he just and then he just goes crazy. <laughs> so a bear did cocaine. It says. Yes. So yeah. There, so there was the the kid is cussing up the tree, and the park ranger says, "Hey, that's inappropriate." Then the bear just leaps out of the deal and all that. So yeah. Uh, so it's uh, cocaine bear coming February twenty third. <laughs> I didn't know it was for real, for real. That's why I tagged y'all. I'm like, it was a real story, is- but now I don't think. Everybody gathered around and watched the bear because <laughs> I think in the movie they said, I mean, in real life, the bear died from it just pretty quickly. Remember uh, remember that angry boss 
uh, skit on SNL yeah. where Chris Parnell, Will Ferrell's like, I will challenge anybody. Yeah. And Chris Parnell comes and he's like, ah, oh, I have been doing cocaine all day and <laughs> yeah. I want a piece of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's then the he bear. got murdered with a trident. Oh. <laughs> he did. All right. So now we go to the Florida part of this. This was a, a story um, uh, and several people had sent this to us. And uh, it's about Florida woman, not Florida man. This isn't a story about someone blowing mud on a roller coaster. Is it? No. The, a Florida woman is suing Kraft for $5 million, saying that the Velveeta shells and cheese Made her blow. takes longer to prepare than the packaging claims. So um, she sued the Kraft Heinz company for at least $5 million over what she claims is deceptive and fraudulent packaging. She says that because the Velveeta shells and cheese microwavable shell pasta, are you listening, Snoop, takes longer than three and a half minutes to prepare, even though the packaging states ready in three and a half minutes. To provide customers with a product that's actually ready in three and a half minutes, the product would need to be cooked in the microwave for less than three and a half minutes so that all the preparation steps can be completed in the three and a half minutes time, according to the lawsuit. We're suing over mac and cheese. Keeping with our theme of inconceivable, yeah. If you're that concerned about the cook time, just go take a bowel movement in your yeah. hat or something. Yeah. It, your time would be just as well spent. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, to let you know, uh, this was just the, the out and out kind of eerie and creepy story. You've heard the thing about Jalen Kitna. Yeah. Because he is a Florida man. He that, is a uh, Gators quarterback. Yeah, this is dark. I'd Not rather, John Kitna. Jalen Kitna. His, his son. son. Oh. Yes. Arrested Wednesday after reportedly sharing images of child sexual abuse material um, on a social platform. Yeah, dog. That's no bueno. Uh, so Discord, I guess, is the platform that was going on there. So he's been arrested. Discord, that's a nasty place. Yeah, well, he went to a nasty place with that, apparently. Is Discord like the Craigslist of social yeah. media yes. apps? All right. And the it's, final thing, remember the story we were talking about the dude Wideneck? The guy that uh, his name is Charles McDowell uh, has over a million followers Bob on Instagram. McDowell? Uh, Charles Royals, McDowell. No, no, not okay. him. He's known as he has an unusually large neck, and he's known as wide neck. Is it that you, you follow him on yes, Instagram? Oh, no, no, it's, he, he was a social viral star, right? Yeah, With he a was. Big old neck. Yeah. Now like, what's been, next? Yeah. Now he's been booked into the Escambia County Jail in Pensacola. Uh, on charges of aggravated stalking and withholding child support. Jeez. Showed up at a woman's home, sent her threatening text messages. There he is. There's Wideneck. Let me see. Yeah. You're one oh, of his that's pl- him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sure, You're one him. of his dedicated followers. Yeah. <laughs> oh He's arrested God. on uh, aggravated stalking. Uh, somebody said uh, social media... Users left comments like, y'all leave this man alone. I'll bet he stuck his neck out for you if you needed that. Somebody said, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. All this negativity isn't right at all. Anyway, so wide neck busted. for Man, uh, considering those last two stories, we should have saved the trouser chili talk for the end. Yeah. We can always circle back to that. palate cleanser. We can always circle back to that and cocaine bear, right? Dude. There will be a there will be a cocaine bear watch party and a cocaine bear review from the Light the Tower staff. Mark it down. We'll be back with hour number two on Light the Tower. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Second hour of Life of Tower. On the horn, Craig Way, Jeff Howe with you. It's new Daniel alongside. And we're with you up until the noon hour. And uh, then at noon, it'll be Chad and Zay uh, coming your way. Don't forget uh, high school football tonight, state quarterfinal here on the horn on 1049 as well as 1019 at AM 1260. Vandegrift against Dripping Springs. That will be uh, tonight. So, so a nice nooner with Chad and Zay today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. They've got that They've got that going on. So uh, we'll look forward to that. Clean up from our uh, number one. Uh, so <laughs> Police Chief Cantu says, I was in a rollover accident when I was 20 years old, and ever since then I've not been able to get on roller coasters or any kind of rides like that. Uh, CB says, I'm with Snoop. I don't do roller coasters either chief we're still down to do the uh tasing bit yeah yeah snoop's on the fence whether he wants to volunteer or not but i'm not what's the opposite of on the fence no didn't you tell me during the break that you were contemplating it and thinking about (laughs) it and for the greater good of society you might take one for the team i think that's i'm pretty sure that's what you said during the break for me to be involved in a throuple no (laughs) okay if you were involved in a thruple and it involved ha- it involved tasing, well, anyway, wait, 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 wait. jeez, we're not going. <laughs> Whoa! All right, uh, uh, K State Bear says the Texas Giant was rebuilt about ten years ago. So much better now. Hybrid steel wood. Okay, well, maybe I, I I have no no problem with roller coasters. I like the speed and all that other kinds. Of, as long as it doesn't hurt me, you know, it hurt my back. Is the, last the time. is the ju- is the Judge Roy scream still in operation? Still there. At Six Flags. Still there. See, I think Craig. I think we could get Snoop if we could knock out the Rangers game in Six yep. Flags, right? Yeah. I think we could get him on the Judge Roy scream. Yeah, it's he would be the, okay. like the kitty coaster. Yeah, it's 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 kitty coaster. It's maybe. it's small. It's not big. As really. long as it doesn't go upside down. Nope, it's not the shockwave. Oh, it's a it's a wooden roller coaster. It's just it's a wooden roller coaster. Got like coaster. two or three dips. That's, oh, that's it. okay. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> just ease into it. Which is what the Texas Giant is as well. It's just higher. The Judge yeah. Roy Scream is like uh, it's like the gateway drug for roller coaster enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so uh, our friend Victor says a few years back the uh, family went to Dolly World, and they got a lot of great roller coasters, but I'm like you, Craig. I got beat up. Yeah. So anyway. I did ride the uh, – took my young daughter last Christmas. We went to uh, Santa's workshop up in Colorado. Yeah. Rode the highest Ferris wheel oh, in there you North go. America, higher than the Texas Giant. Well, it's it's your standard size Ferris wheel, but it's just at an elevation of like oh, that's right, eight thousand okay. feet. I got so, you. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah I'll... <laughs> that's like when I was when I was hiking on the Appalachian oh, Trail. God. I went to the top of Mount Rogers, mm-hmm. and it was five thousand seven hundred twenty nine feet. It was the highest mountain in Virginia. I got up here and said, "Look at this! I'm the highest person in Virginia." And I went, <laughs> "Let me rephrase that." <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody one. asking uh, Jeff. So, if players sign in December, can they still decommit and then re-sign in February? Not what? Well, no. Once you sign, you sign. 
You'd have to get out of your letter of intent. You'd have to get the school to agree to let yeah. you out of it. And and sometimes if you have a coaching change, that can happen. But otherwise, no. Um, so somebody said they should call it Nummy Bears, the uh, cocaine bear thing. <laughs> Dude, oh, that man. trailer was epic. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. I'm sure they hit a lot of what's going to happen, too. You know, you can't give it all away. Oh, yeah. It looks really good. Hey. Uh, Police Chief Cantu says we raised $20,000 for him, a sergeant. Awesome. See? See, Snoop, it'd be for a good cause. Okay. Uh, Sean says, how about mm. the mini mine train? I don't, think, I don't know if that's still in operation or not. I, I think the this. Judge Roy screen would be good, a good starting point for Snoop. Since hiking the Appalachian Trail with Bucky, he would not make it to the top of Mount Rogers. I'm just telling you. I don't know that I could at this point now, but I know Bucky can't. So... He, he talks about taking a stroll, a walk in the woods, as Bill Bryson wrote in his book. So, Well, we also know something else Bucky does in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, he's supposed to talk about that next week. Oh, man. It's, it's my favorite segment on this station every year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I said, I won't Jeff, spoil the fun for those. When uh, Jeff describes Gerald, I always think of Shrek's house in the swamp. Says somebody on that. Uh, think about that, but with a moonshine still and uh, – you're, it's pretty accurate. Brother, you're doing that. Look around you. I, I pointed out to Linda when we were driving back after Thanksgiving, all these lights and all that suburban sprawl on the east side of Gerald now. I said, look at that. Don't let, look that, at that. Don't let that fool you. Don't let that fool you. Do you think that all those modern homes going up would not have indoor plumbing, as no, you claim? No, that's not, real, that's not real people from Gerald. Like, when we go to West Virginia, Craig, we go through Morgantown, and it's a nice, you know, it's, it's a college town. See some respectable people. But you start going out in the holler. You might see some stuff you don't want to see. Okay, all right. I'm talking about old school Gerald people that live out in the holler. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the documentary The Great Whites? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen that. The uh, somebody else asked uh, Holly and Cisco rematch there. Uh, they like Holly by nine. Holly was a two A Division one finalist last year before losing to the Brooks Brothers and Shiner in the state championship. And uh, tonight is Shiner Refurio in San Marcos. If the That's state allowed nil deals. For high school players, yeah, the Brooks Brothers could have done an NIL deal with Brooks Brothers suits. Yeah, sure or they could. Coffee, perfect. Yeah, something yeah. suits yeah. coffee. Hey, uh, Snoop, uh, Police Chief Cantu says he could set it up especially for you. The no, no, please no. Okay, right. instead of instead of playing the Bob Cole sound, Snoop, we could play the Snoop Daniels. No, sound. that would sound maybe cry. And somebody else said, "Hey, Judge Roy Scream <laughs> actually absolutely broke my training wheels for the Batman coaster. Loved roller coasters after that. See, it's the gateway, as you said. So anyway, all right. Uh, you know what we we need to do real quick though. Normally we'd again if you missed it. Normally we'd have Mike Roach in this segment, yep. recruiting editor, horns twenty four seven. We're gonna give Mike the week off. Long night driving back to the Metroplex. If you need your recruiting fix, get over to Horns 24-7 right now. Hudson Standish has some really good recruiting notes. An Anthony Hill update, a portal update, some comings and goings on the roster. So get over to Horns 24-7. Check that out. There you go. All right. Uh, how about we do a little Supreme Lending pickup for you boys uh, and, and do that? How did you do, by the way? I believe I'll double, we, did, we had a good. I'll double check this. We but were I, four and one. Yeah, we were four. And, I think we had the best record of anybody on in the Horn Cluster. Yeah. The more, here's the more important question: Have you moved past Bob Cole? No, we're tied. Okay. All right. Angie, Angie, Angie. Okay. All right. So, oh, here you go. Got it. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna have to do it. All right. So we're gonna start off with Jeff's picks for this championship weekend. 
of college football oh, conference championship weekend. Has time flown? Can y'all believe it's already a week after Black Friday? Is this week? Here we are, state quarterfinal wow. weekend in high school football. All right. Somebody asked me. Yeah. Somebody asked me, "What's the game you're doing?" It's a uh, Tascasita and North Shore, and it's on Valley Sports Southwest Plus, I guess tonight. Something like, and the Valley Sports app and all that stuff. All right. Uh, all right, first game: Cam Rising versus Cam Williams, Utah versus USC. Uh Pac-12 championship in Vegas, right? Yes. Yeah. Give me, give me SC. Going to okay. take SC. As Lincoln Riley will move back to the Final Four again. This is the most Lincoln Riley type season ever, right? Like you get to avenge your one loss during the regular season in the conference championship yeah. game. That's right. Yeah, he did that four years ago yesterday. And dude, the way Caleb Williams is playing right now, like, I, good luck stopping that guy. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Big 12 championship, K State, TCU. Part of me wants to go with K State. Really? But man, TCU just keeps finding ways to win ball games. Give me the frogs. All hey. right. Stay unblemished. All right, who you got Clemson, North Cackalack. Uh, uh and and uh both those teams just kind of struggling struggling and stumbling down the stretch into the ACC championship game. You know what? You going with Mac? I'll take the fighting Mac Browns. Look at you. You, wow. you, you got you got heels written all over you. I'm a, I'm a big believer in Drake May. Yeah. Neither you know North Carolina doesn't play defense. Clemson hasn't played much of anything at an elite level this year. Yeah. Yeah. Taking give me, the, give me the heels on that. All right. What a neat deal that would be, Craig. Well, see, I'm I'm sure you'll be that different than Bob Cole on that because you'll go with Clemson. So you're gonna yeah. So something may happen on that deal. All right. Uh so your three college picks we'll get that we'll review them again. Meanwhile, it's time to go. To the National Football And I will say, Snoop has been money on his NFL picks lately. Has he really? Yeah. Because he's been going with the Cowboys, and she keeps putting the Cowboys on the list. There's another familiar team on the list this week. It's not the Cowboys. I started to say, she didn't put Cowboys Colts on there. I mean, you know, my my, uh, two-year-old granddaughter could pick (laughs) the Cowboys of the Colts. Nora could pick the Cowboys of the Colts. I'm just telling you. So, Snoop, here's uh, your two games, both in that late window. First one, Dolphins at Niners. Ooh, Dolphins-Niners. You realize the Dolphins have not lost, not lost, with uh, Tua Tungavailoa in the lineup this year. The three losses came when he included, you know, the one where he got knocked out and then the other two ballgames that he didn't play. But going up against a tough, tough 49er defense on the road in Santa Clara. Your choice. Snoop Daniel. Uh, uh, Benito Amiami. Okay. I'm, I'm going with the Dolphins. Wow. Going so, with the upset. You guys are putting yourself out on the limb this week, got to say. I'm that's a, upset. That's a, trying to break that's a, out. That's a toss-up, though. Okay. And Snoop, an old old friend coming back to visit you. Rematch the AFC Championship game. Ooh. Chiefs at Bengals. Chiefs. Bengals. This game is in Cincinnati, correct? Yes. Um, okay. You know, the, the or other Cincinnati, thing is, as some folks. John Landry used to say Cincinnati, Atlanta, St. Louis, and Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. I used to. Coach Landry was a he was a Washington guy too. Wasn't he? he was a Washington. Got caught on the trap here, Brad. And you show him stop the film over and over again. We're starting to hit. He got caught on the trap here, Brad. And there, you start uh, put it in the 
fullback didn't do that in there, and Hogan Bloom did not make the uh, completion. Okay, uh, so Kansas Snoop, City. Snoop and I discussed, Craig. One of the days you were out, there's a difference between washing and washing. Washing. Washing is just your regular daily bath. But if you happen to get stuck on the Appalachian Trail for a week, you got to wash. You don't need to wash after that. Especially if you cross the Mason Dixon line, they'll say washing. Okay, what do you got? Chiefs Bengals. Um, the fighting Samajes. Wow. Okay. The Bengals. Bengals. You guys got three eyebrow raising choices. Your choices again on college. USC over Utah, TCU over K-State, North Carolina over Clemson. And Snoop, your two picks? Fins and Bengals. Fins and Bengals. There it is. Your Supreme Lending Pick'em Challenge for this weekend. All right. We'll put, see, we'll see how you fellas do. Put all my savings do. on it. Um, <laughs> so no, we'll, I, don't, I don't do that. We'll see where you are on that. Okay. My savings is only $5. That's okay. All right. Uh, you guys getting up uh, 8 o'clock tomorrow morning and watch Team USA? Negative, Ghost Rider. <laughs> a feeling. I'm going to get up early because I need to do some work before I go to San Antonio okay. to watch Westlake. Well, it'll be on Fox. Okay, I'll have it on. Yeah. US, yeah. USA against Netherlands. This is the first work day off I've had on a Saturday, and I can't remember one. Wow. So you're going to enjoy that. Yeah. Least until until get, my wife makes yeah. me do a bunch of stuff that yeah. I don't anticipate doing right now. There you go. I feel bad life. for the Iran people, though, who got beaten and said they might get killed when they go back over there for losing. I hate that. But anyway, yeah. why, USA. why you got to end the segment all dark like that, Snoop? Well, that's what they, that's so what, so they what you're said. saying, Snoop, is yeah, if you did your choice, you would have rooted for Iran against the U.S. Is that what you're saying? Why are you even thinking no, about no, that? No, 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 no. <laughs> Man. You're even thinking no, about that. I don't Man. want them to be. Snoop, Snoop's just got that shovel just digging that hole for himself. Just I'm <laughs> telling you, at this time of year, you know, that, that kind of hesitation makes me think of Charlie Brown Christmas. Where, where Lucy says to Charlie Brown, they have to have the Christmas queen. Yeah. You know? You have to have the Christmas queen who's beautiful. You do think I'm beautiful, don't you, Charlie Brown? He didn't say anything. You had to think about it. You hesitated for a moment. You didn't answer right away. I know when I've been insulted. I know when I've been insulted. By that the way. what you just did. It's li- Hey. I, I love America. Can I, I want to state this about Charlie Brown Christmas. It's my favorite Christmas special. Yeah. They should not have blamed Charlie Brown and Linus for bringing back the little puny tree. You know why? It's everybody else's fault. Because you sent Linus and Charlie Brown to go get the Christmas tree. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you had one job. Yeah. Lucy, you had one job. And you had trusted Charlie Brown and Linus with Mm -hmm. it. Not their fault. That's a you problem. Yeah. But I digress. All right. Send Peppermint Patty or the girl that calls her sir. Marcy. Marcy. Why does Marcy call Peppermint Patty Because she's nearsighted. Can't see. That's where she wears those glasses with lenses as thick as the bottom of Coca-Cola bottles. (laughs) Okay. Can't see. That's why. It's one of those theories. Yeah. You know, I okay. I just wondered when it right. was up there. All right. Coming up. This is Light the Tower on the Horn. Craig Wayne, Jeff Howe with you alongside Snoop Daniel. We're with you up until the noon hour. Got a couple more things to get to, but first, it is time for the second hour 
Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. A Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your Longhorn lender and home loan expert. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. That's B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, bowersockteam.com. I thought we were doing Flix 30 first. Uh, <laughs> that, that we're doing Flex 30. You're right. I blew right past the stop sign. You're right. And go to FLXATX.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement. Listen. I wouldn't have had any problem with you going, hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> you could have done it with Snoop and had him drop all the F-bombs in there. You know, no, like, no, uh, no. I'm trying to Evan is an Evan is Craig. You can't Evan Evan. You know, then I would have went, okay, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> no. Off of that. Could have done it. Okay. Uh, it is Flex 30 update. Let's bring you up to date on uh, the all-Flex team. It will be uh, narrowed down to our finalists. And uh, the finalists at all of the positions, offense, defense, special teams, or as some coaches used to say, specialty teams, do that. <laughs> Even Ron Schrader, when he was uh, when he was the coach at Westlake, Coach Schrader used to call it specialty. Well, you know, we got our offense and our defense, Craig, and our specialty teams are really good, too. <laughs> he used to do that back then, back in the day. Nice. Do you remember Coach Schrader? Vaguely. Vaguely? Yeah, because that was more of a Derek Long guy. That's when I He was his longtime defensive coordinator who mm-hmm. succeeded him when Coach Schrader uh, retired after winning Westlake's first state title with Drew Brees at quarterback back in ninety six. Uh then. So uh in any event, offense, defense, special teams, that includes kickers, punters, deep snappers, uh, and uh returners. So uh, that's uh that's coming up. We're gonna announce the list of finalists on Tuesday, and then the following Tuesday, on December 13th, we will release, announce, unveil the first ever Flex, all Flex team. I'm excited about this. I I will echo what Harge and Rod, I heard them talking about it yesterday. We were on that Zoom call for a long time the other night, but uh, everybody came prepared with their research and their facts Mm -hmm. and stumping for guys, so... uh, it's one of those deals. Not everybody can be on the team, uh, but and and there were some really good players at some positions that are going to be left out. But I feel like we did our due diligence on this, and I think this is something that you know we can be pretty proud to put our stamp on. Yeah, we've been grinding on it for a while, and especially as we whittled it down and narrowed it down over the last forty-eight hours. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, it'll breathe a little bit during the weekend with maybe another tweak or two here and there. But we will announce the finalist list on Tuesday. And uh, then the um, All Flex team itself, uh, the final roster. Even the three of us, there were there were there was one position group that the three of us during a break were having to just to take a closer one, look. One in, one out. It's re- like okay, we got we got to revisit it again. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's gone through that. So anyway, all right. Uh, so there we are with our flex. Hold on, wait, before we before mm-hmm. we before we close, I always like asking Snoop this, Craig. I do this when you're out, Snoop. All the games this weekend. Give me one one thing that's top of mind for you, player to watch, game to watch, team to watch, matchup, whatever it is, what is at the top of your mind for the high school football slate this weekend? Uh, player to watch for me, I guess, would be Vandegrift running back Alex Witt because they're going to want to keep Austin Overside from 
twirling that rock around. <laughs> so I think they're going to have to maybe slow it down. I think tw- I don't even think it'll. I don't even think it'll get to be twenty three twenty. I think it'll be lower than that. A low scoring game. Yes. Okay. Both of those defenses are outstanding. Gosh, or it could be forty two forty one. I don't. But know. That, that's what that's your focus. You're on. You're all about Vandegrift drip. Yes. Oh God. I actually think it'll be a little higher scoring than the first game, but it won't be crazy high scoring. I don't I don't see it in the forties, but I could see it as a thirty one twenty eight game. Yeah. A thirty twenty seven, a you know, whatever, so a thirty twenty four. Hayden Arnold field goal or Walker Wright field could goal be. That wins it again. Could be. Could be a late touchdown or a late defensive stop yeah. that makes a difference. I do, I do think it will go to the wire. Uh and, and I think it'll be a great quarterfinal. Game. What's great? Well, I, it makes it sad for me because we love these communities, not just these teams, but the mamas and papas behind them. So this is very personal. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is like we were talking about with all flex, right? Like you get down to the quarterfinals, some really good teams that get left out of the Final yeah. Four. And there's going to yeah. be some really good teams that don't play for state championships. And that happens every year? Yeah. Every year. Just part of, part of the deal, man. Um. You know, uh, I I thought Lano had a great year, tied their school record for wins in a season with thirteen, but their season ended last night, uh, as as they were beaten by Edna. Somebody asked earlier. I went down there expecting a good game. What would the computer say? Computer picked Edna by three. They just you know, and sometimes and and I've I've said this before. I've seen it in state championship games. I've seen it in playoff games. You get two really good teams. If one team isn't completely on, maybe they're just a little bit off. And the other team is on as they've been all season long. It can get out of hand. It can get lopsided. So it does happening. It does happen on that. So um, again, you see somebody else ask about Wimberley Lago Vista, but we'll, I'll continue to give the, the, what the computer says. It likes the Texans by seven points. That's that's the deal. Um, so somebody said actually Wimberley was probably. Projected by a large margin the first game. I don't, I don't remember where there was. It's a but squeak by. The game ended on an uncalled pass interference on fourth down. Uh-huh. Says you. <laughs> I know you made a bit. I don't know. I didn't see it. I know it went down to the wire. I know Lago had a lead in the game. And I know Wimberley came back and won the game 31-28. It was a good ball game first time around. And that's part of the reason why Snoop is going out to Hutto tonight to watch that. Right? Yep, over Drip and Vandegrift. Well, one, I don't think I can go to Drip and Vandegrift because I'm not going to emotionally be able to handle it. What what do you mean you're not going to emotionally be? You didn't go to either school. I know. Okay. I'm going to be happy, but also (laughs) really in the dumps. Okay. No, the school he did go to, he's thrown plenty of shade. I know, right? Isn't it backwards? (laughs) So backwards. Yeah. We even love the student sections. The bands for for both Vandegrift and Drip are excellent. Yeah. I do do like that Vandegrift student section, by the way. They're they're a rowdy bunch. They're great sign makers. Yeah. Um, Bevo Lance Jason says, Drip by two field goals. So Mr. Computer has the same feeling as I do uh, by six. Good guy, that computer. Right, Snoop? Says... uh, (laughs) Says uh, uh, Beaver Lance Jason. So, yeah. So there you go. Uh, somebody going to that Grandview Balakoff game. Uh, and uh, and I think uh, the computer likes Grandview in that. Yeah. No, excuse me. Likes Malakoff by eight points in that matchup as they play for the eighth time in the last five years. That is that is true. So, anyway. All right. Um, so there you go. It's time now to get to our Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Like I said, it's brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home <laughs> Thank you, next. Aaron. Uh, Craig, I want to get into something real quick before yep. we uh, – I t- just got a Texas football note I want to get to, but 
CB brings this up, and by the way, Greg Tepper, folks at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, I'd like to get uh, a framed copy of this magazine cover. The end of the Southwest Conference. Remember when DCTF had that yeah. really nice uh, kind of, I don't know, like lithograph type deal that was painted and, and had like Mike Singletary and Grant Taft and Darryl Royal, Earl Campbell. It's a really nice cover. The Southwest Conference ended today, Craig, 27 years ago. Yeah. Uh, what do you miss most about the South? Because I was a child of the Southwest Conference, right, in my formative years starting to watch football. The conference was in its dying days. Mm-hmm. But you were right there smack dab in the middle of, you know, the wild, wild west portion of the 80s. I can remember the times of Coach Bible. Uh, uh, yeah. What do you miss most about the Southwest Conference, if um, anything? Uh, no, there's there's some things. I thought there was a... a uh, there was a camaraderie, despite all the tattling that went on there, you know, in, in the 80s uh, uh, with regard to uh, the recruiting things and violations, stuff like that. Uh, th- th- some of this would have gone away anyway, even if the Southwest Conference had stayed intact, I think. But there was a communal environment. If you went into, say, a Lubbock on Friday night and uh, the, all of the media would be hosted out at a, a restaurant, you know, yeah. by. Uh, Lubbock's media relations staff, the late, uh, the great Joe Hornaday was the uh, was the, uh, the the media relations guy there for years and years, and the Texas people did the same thing with Bill Little and, and uh, John Bianco in, in in the late days of the Southwest Conference, and and no matter where you went, there was always that kind of uh, camaraderie type of feel mm-hmm. to it. Uh, even if, like you said, there were a lot of hard feelings with what went on with recruiting, those of us who worked in the business got a chance. So, yeah, there's some mi- missing of, of that. But I will say this, that even in the Big 12, you got to know everybody really well. And, and it wasn't always the case at the start. There was kind of a, a feeling of uh, those eight schools up north and the four down there. And, yeah. and a lot of it was the schools up north. Thought that that they were they Nebraska. were yeah thought that they were throwing the the four schools a bone, uh, the ones from the Southwest Conference by bringing them in, and that wasn't the case at all. They both needed each other. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At the time, yeah. the Big Eight was dying as well. It yeah. just it, it just hadn't been diagnosed yet. Right. So it ended ended up working out. I know people credit the uh, the SEC, with, you know, adding Arkansas mm-hmm. and and South Carolina to go to twelve, and and some people might say it's the whack is the first super conference. The Big Twelve really was though like the first super conference when you had this merging of leagues, mm-hmm. two historic leagues, the best of what was left over, the best of the Southwest Conference, and then the Big Eight. Yeah, it really, I, I think it, I think I think you can give the Big Twelve credit for that. Yep, yep, I think so as well. And 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 I will say this: even as Texas prepares for its move to the Southeastern Conference, and a move that that I've said was inevitable mm-hmm. for both Texas and for Oklahoma, even as as that is on the horizon, uh, I'm glad to see that. You know, with a new television contract uh, and new leadership with Brett Yormark there, because it had to happen uh, yeah. there. Um, 
you know, I often said that Bob Bowlesby's office was the desk from which a thousand indecisions <laughs> have been launched. You know, it just it was reactive, not proactive. So they had to be reactive with Texas and Oklahoma mm-hmm. leaving, and they have been. And uh, and now Brett Yormark's been a little more proactive with stuff. So it looks like the conference is set up for success in the future, even after losing Texas and Oklahoma. And I do, for the Big 12, I do like the fact that adding Houston to the conference with Houston, TCU, Baylor, and Texas Tech, you still – you still got a little bit of that Southwest sure. Conference feel in the southern region of the Big 12. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of cool. That is. That is. Um, no, I just wanted to kind of yep. wax poetic on the Southwest Conference sure. for a little bit while I was thinking about it. Uh, one football note I do want to mention, though, uh, get over to Horns 24-7 again. My man Hudson Standish has a really good notes package. Uh, and if you want to read my game recap from last night, all my notes and nuggets from the Texas win over Creighton last night. By the way, real quick, Craig. You think that's enough? Depending on what U of H does, I forgot who U of H plays this week, uh, this weekend. But you think that's enough in the eyes of some AP voters to push Texas up to number one? No, not if Houston holds serve. Okay, if 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 if, if they win this weekend, they'll they'll still be number. Just one. wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Um, so I went uh, the other day after that. Those seven guys announced that they were headed to the transfer portal when it opens mm-hmm. on Monday off the Texas roster. I went through some of the position groups that I felt like Texas should probably attack in the portal. Inside backer was one, safety, we, wide receiver we know about, offensive line, you know, maybe quarterback, depending on how Sark feels about Malik Murphy as his backup. Uh, but uh, Hudson mentions this in that notes package. Don't be surprised if Texas looks to add a high-caliber interior defensive lineman if there's one out there and it makes sense. Because while you've still got – you know. Devondre Sweat, it looks like he's coming back. You know, Byron Murphy, Alfred Collins, Vernon Broughton. Still got a really good core. Do you add one and just continue to say, hey, the strength of our defense unquestionably is going to be the interior D-line group? So I think that's that's one. And, you know, depending on if Texas gets Anthony Hill, maybe all of a sudden inside backer doesn't become as much of a need. So that's just something to think about. Texas may be adding uh, an interior D lineman from the portal. Again, that's going to be a lot of the portal stuff, Craig. As you know, it's dependent on not only what your needs are, but what's in the portal. You're not just you're not just going to take a safety from the portal just right. because you need a safety. You got to make sure it's the right guy. And I'm not just singling out safety. I'm just saying that goes for any position. I think it's, that's how Texas is looking at the offensive line right now. If they feel like there's somebody that could come in and potentially really help them be a starting caliber player uh, in case one of the freshmen that you're planning on playing significant reps next year doesn't take off this spring or something happens during the summer, you want to make sure you're protected. So I think that's kind of what it would be. I don't want to use the term insurance policy because Bo Davis, I thought, did a really good job through 12 games of rotating those guys, making sure the snaps were distributed pretty much how they needed to be. Uh, whoever they would bring in would get a requisite number of snaps to be able to make an impact. So just something to keep an eye on. If Texas targets an interior D lineman in the portal, don't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. There is our Longhorn notebook for this hour. And, uh, and again, uh, Texas women play tonight, 6 o'clock at Moody Center against South Florida, 545 pregame start time, tip off at 6 and uh, Texas volleyball in action tonight at 8 o'clock at Gregory Gym. Second round tournament action against Georgia. We'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Life the Tower on the Horn 1049 1019 AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and hornfm.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Improve visibility in your vehicle. Tower on the Horn. You know, somebody pointed out on the Specs X line, I'm glad you did it. They said the actual pre game, pre match, if you will, 
for Team USA tomorrow against the Dutch is the pregame's at 8 a.m. The, the actual kickoff is at 9 o'clock Central Time. Uh, I don't think that's going to change your mind. Is that going to change your mind uh, out of there? Okay. So I know there's some pre. I didn't realize it was an hour long uh, pregame up until they uh, until they kick off at nine. So I thought maybe that might make a difference for you. Apparently no. not. Uh, mm-hmm. Real quick, I, I forgot to to add this, and I should have added it. So Brennan Marion, we know we talked about interview for the Tulsa job. Yeah, they're starting to be. We're talking about this as a staff at Horns twenty four seven. There's starting to be some real swelling down. Well, uh, the Barry Odom, the Arkansas DC, might be emerging. As Tulsa's primary candidate, there okay. it's kind of that seems like where it's turning. But Craig, you know, on these coaching searches, it it, it zigs and then it zags. So it, it it seems like right now it's it's pointing towards maybe Barry Odom being the front runner for Tulsa. Okay, and a while ago somebody asked uh, your thoughts as a Texas State alum on the hiring of GJ Kinney. I'm pumped. Coach. I'm pumped. I mean, you know, you got a young guy, and I know people look at GJ and you know Spavs, their backgrounds and the ages, and they're both 34 when they're getting hired. But uh, you know, the fact that I kind of know GJ's background a little bit better, not just as a player, but being the son of a coach and his NFL experience, and then what he's done at UIW. Uh, I'm excited about it. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty optimistic. Let me say this: um, I completely understand, and some of the biggest success stories. Don't I don't want anybody to get me wrong on this. Some of the biggest success stories as head coaches at the high school, college, and NFL level have been authored by guys who have never been head coaches and who were coordinators, be it offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators. Joe Gibbs, a great example of that. You know, uh, you know, the guys that were offensive coordinators and that had never been a head coach. Mm-hmm. However, in today's ever-changing world uh, of college football, and, and even with the high school and the NFL level, if you've got some head coaching experience, I think it really is a leg up for you there. And... Um, and G.J. Kinney, of course, has had a marvelous season as the head coach at Incarnate Word. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, it was nothing against Jake Spavitol, but it, you know he was he was an assistant coach came in. That it, I, I think it's been largely discussed and, and pretty much a fact that that uh, Jake was really hoping that the route they took with transfer portal guys would pay dividends. I understand all of his reasons for that. But, you know, they weren't going to, you know, I, you know, be able to outpace some of the bigger programs in the state, Texas included, but other ones for four and five star guys. They just weren't going to get that. So he was trying to go the shorter route. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, much like Bill Snyder did with JUCO kids back in the early nineties yeah. at Kansas State. It wasn't done anywhere else that way other than Kansas State. It would bring in fifteen to seventeen JUCO kids every year, and that's why he was able to take have his pick of the list, so to speak, and flip it. It's a lot more difficult to do that now through the portal today. Yeah, you got to use the portal, but you also, if you're if you're an FBS head coach in the state, you've got to make sure that the bedrock of your program is yeah. high school football talent from this state. And I think G.J. Kinney is down with that. I, and I think uh, Jake Spavitol will catch on somewhere else. He will be good. To, and, and Tom Herman back in the game now. As the head you coach, know what? Florida Atlantic. I'm, I'm here. I know we got to go, but here's how I think that conversation went. He couldn't. He didn't get. He was in the mix for some Power Five jobs. Didn't get it. What's in uh, a group of five jobs somewhere that I can tolerate living for a, for a year or two until you make yourself a, a premier candidate again for a P five job? It's not bad in Del Boca Vista. It's actually Boca Raton, <laughs> Florida. All right. I hope everybody has a great uh, weekend. We'll see you Monday on Light the Tower.
Does your car need work? 